Hey everybody, welcome to The Blacklist, the show where we interview the elite. Today we have Jacobo right next to me, and he's actually opening up his restaurant tomorrow. Uh, and it's not your first one, right? This is this is what? Number what? Number um, eight. Number eight. Well, there's a first one in, in Vegas. For yeah. Sure. And where are the other ones located at? Mexico City. So we have Mexico, and this brand, uh, Villa Azura, it's, um, we have five locations. Yeah. So we have Dallas, Miami, Saint-Tropez, yep. Bodrum, Istanbul, and... Uh, Vegas. Why Vegas last? Oh, I feel like that would have been a hot... No, no. I mean, no. Vegas, I'm sorry. Vegas and then all the rest. Oh, okay. Got it. Got 100%. It, got it. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I'm excited. Like, I'm uh, too. I'm too. You know, it, is, is the restaurant that you have like a, like a franchise? Like it's the same kind of restaurant that you have everywhere else? Everywhere else, yeah. And how, how did you get started with that? Well, we started in Mexico City. I really love the brand. I really love Villa Azur. It's completely different. It's a nice experience. Dinner party vibe. Great food. Um, I took it to Mexico City. We bought it, and um, we we bought the. Fr- it's not a franchise. We brought the brand, okay, and we built a restaurant. Yeah. So the brand is owned by my partner, uh, Jean Philippe. Uh, he's French guy from Miami. Yeah. So we brought the brand, and we operated. We did the whole thing, and then we did Vegas the same way. So the brand is is Villa Azur. Yeah. The restaurant is ours. Okay. We operated under the umbrella of. Danko Hospitality, that it's the restaurant group that... that yeah, that yeah. kind of, like, is, is a parent company, kind of, is right? It's a parent company, yes. Okay. Um, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it reminds me of, like, Bobby Steak. Oh, no. No, it's not? No, no, no. Well, it's more, it's so. more like, um, I would say, like a bagatelle style. Okay. Uh, it's, okay, so we focus first on the culinary. Culinary experience yeah. is number one. The food is there. The food has to be there. Thank God. It's yes. beautiful, the, the table setting. So we mix a little bit of uh, my top restaurants in terms of service, in terms of food. Yeah. We, we're going to do a lot of table-side preparations, uh, the Caesar salad, pasta. We have yep. patella mule, which is the, the cheese the cheese wheel. We they, they, they flambe yeah. with cognac, and, and they do a, we do a salt-crusted fish. So we do a lot of table-side preparations. The food is on point, I would say, Right now, 9.5 out of 10. It's yeah. really amazing. You're coming tomorrow. So you oh, 100%. Dude, I'm ordering everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, go, sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. And we're going to be... Um, and then it becomes, at a certain point, we have entertainment. We have, we're going to have a singer, sax player, shows, uh, magicians. So it's a, a dinner entertainment. And then it becomes uh, a party vibe. Yeah. So music gets louder, darks, we, the, the lights go dark, and everyone's enjoying themselves. Yeah, and see, I love, like, when I come to Vegas, I'm a foodie, so I love to go out and eat and stuff like that, so um, that's kind of, that's definitely more of my vibe, um, and I think a lot of my friends, too, like, you know, Frankie, like, would definitely love that vibe, you know, uh, we all kind of like to eat out and stuff like that, and especially if you're doing a lot of tape side, uh, table side stuff, that's where you're going to get a lot of the videos, you know, a lot of the videos, a lot of the promotions, like, first time I found out, or every time I find out about restaurants, it's always because somebody po- uh, posted a video on, like, TikTok, you know? So, like, that's going to make it TikTok-worthy, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Right? That, I wish. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're doing right now. Yeah. So we invited uh, to, tomorrow's a grand opening. So we invited a lot of media, a lot of press. We yep. have a lot of TikTok Instagrammable moments, uh, the drinks, the cocktails, the way they prepare the cocktails. Yeah. So I think it's going to be fun. We put a lot of love in the restaurant. Actually, the restaurant is so beautiful, the space himself. It's, it's really nice. I it's going to be something else. And as you said, like, I've been coming to Vegas for a long time, and I don't. 
I don't go to nightclubs. I don't like nightclubs. Me neither. The crowd and the music, and it's so you want to have a nice dinner, but then you don't want to end your night at twelve and go yeah. to the casino, and that's it. Yeah. So that's the niche that we want. Yeah. You know, the 30, 35 to sixty. Yeah. Have a nice dinner, great ambience. You want to party, you stay. You bring champagne, bottle service on the table, great music. Yeah. How many people did you invite for tomorrow? Oh. In my wow. mind, it was 250, 240. Right now, we are at 370. How? I don't know how I'm going to fit all of them. Yeah. Is but it because they know. invited their friends or what? No, you know what? It's, 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 it was organic. Like, people, at the beginning, it was very tough. Like, a new kid on the block opening a restaurant in Vegas, you know, the, the, the busiest town yeah. in the world. A big challenge. And I don't know. We spread the word. They wanted to come. And we start receiving phone calls, confirmations. Hey, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And all of a sudden, we have 370, 360 people. Yeah. And how do you do the marketing for each city, though? Well, we find an amazing PR company. Yeah. Um, I like to get involved in everything, get to know people, invite myself. I'm a very PR guy. Yeah, yeah. And I love to hang out with people. I love to talk to people and, and, and show them a good time. Because we have a great concept. We have a great concept in all of the restaurants. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. In fact, um, that's why when I was messaging, uh, what's her name, Jen? Jen, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I was telling her, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, wait, no, so I messaged her about this, and then she's like, oh, I'm going to be there at uh, you know at the, the opening, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be there too. And I'm like, shit, you know everybody already. <laughs> like, you know, the people that need to come um, are, are going to come, it looks like, right? Um, in fact, a lot of people that, you, that uh, your team hosts just on that, you know, social media IG, like a lot of them already look like they're famous, right? The blue check mark, all that type of stuff. So it uh, looks like you're going to have a really good crowd. Um, after, after Vegas, though, what's, what's the next one you're going to open? Well, I want to open four more here. Four more here. That's, that's a goal. Yeah. Four more uh, of the same? No, no. Probably a different concept. The same dinner party vibe. Yeah. Uh, probably some of the other concepts we have, Mediterranean style, like Greek, Greek party restaurant. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, an all-day menu brunch very feminine style called Mandolina. Yep. Yeah, there's a space for that. Uh, now that I got a place in Summerlin, there's a huge market there. Yeah. And I mean, grow. I love the city, the people, the crowd. And once you get to know the way, it's the sky's the limit. Because for you, it's, this is already repeatable, right? Absolutely. You can just, you can just find a city and then... Just Probably kinda... not a city because it's going to be tough. But Vegas, okay. that, I, that I right now I know a little bit about the markets. I don't know a lot, but I yeah. know a little bit. And, and it's, it's go for it. Yeah, that's good, dude. And, and how long will it take you to open up the four, the other four? The goal is three years. Three years? Okay. So like one or two? One, one a year. One a year? Okay. I and mean, but building here, it's so long. Yeah? Oh. How, how long did it take to, to Probably build? Probably 10 months. Oh, shit. Yeah. We turned out. I wonder. We, tur oh, we turned out the place. Yeah. We used to see that place. It was table 10 before. It was. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. But we changed it. It's yeah. gonna be brand new. You're gonna see it. I can't wait for you to see it. How, how much money goes into like restructuring the entire thing? So we put around the whole thing cost us ten million dollars to run. Yeah, that restaurant. And then, and then, what, where's like where are you break even? Because correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not too familiar in this space, but from what I hear, restaurants are like penny pinching, penny pinching businesses. Hundred percent. So it's all it's all in operation management. The 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 money, the little stuff, the drinks, the the cocktails, the inventory. Yeah. Everything is there. On yeah. The details. 
Okay. So like when do you plan on, I mean, how does it work? Like how do you plan on breaking even? Like, so it's a tough question, man, but I would say the break in if it's around 7 million a year. Yeah. Okay. We plan on doing 17, 20. Yeah. That's a goal. And how do you look at those projections? Like you're like, okay, well, this did this, uh, like for example, this restaurant did so and so in this city, and you know. Well, it's more in here. I I did my research here in Vegas. Like you have a lot of competition. You have Delilah. You have Mayfair. You yeah. have SDK. You have Tao Labo. You have a lot of great restaurants. All the perfect restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> and now, that's 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 the kind of restaurant we want to be on that market on that segment. Yeah. So we. We investigate it, and it has to run around those numbers. Yeah, and because um, you know, for some of those, they're you know, some of them like have like just higher level items like tomahawk steaks for like you know four hundred thousand dollars stuff like that. Is that where you guys are making you know uh, a lot of the a lot of the margin? No, margin is alcohol, one hundred percent. Oh, really? A hundred percent. Okay. So the food will be around thirty five percent. Yeah. Alcohol would be one hundred and fifty percent. Mmm. So you get the the rough idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Because, yeah, because I'm not thinking of it as like a nightclub, you know? No, it's not a nightclub. Yeah. We don't want to be branded as a nightclub. Right, right. Yeah. It's it's a, a fun environment restaurant. Right. Dinner party restaurant. Yeah. But also, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're going to have a show. It's a nice dinner. It's going to be party every night. Like you wanna, <laughs> That's no, true. No, you want to go and have a nice dinner with your couple, with... with we have a lot of tourists here in Vegas, so... Oh, yeah. They can come and see a nice show, a nice singer, enjoy a fantastic meal... Have a great time, and that's it. Then it, Thursday, it, Friday, Saturday, party time. You go for it. Okay, got it. Um, for like the other, you know, weekdays like Tuesday, um, and you said Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You said are the days Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is it like each day? Um, do you have the same kind of performer coming in to like sing and? No, we're gonna day? have different show, but it's the main idea of the entertainment. Like an, one time, we're gonna have a singer, the the a jazz player, the little cirque that we did. In the restaurant, so it's yeah. it's always something to see, and it's usually later in the day, huh? Because uh, I know for like yeah, toca madera or something like that, like you have to go in at a certain time to have the fire show and stuff like that. So well, it's 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 a, we open five p.m., but I would say eight p.m. that would be the time to come. Yeah, and then what so time are you guys closing? So late, late? How late? So three, four. Oh yeah, yeah. That that. that I, always I, I always say nothing happens. Nothing good happens after three. That's you don't want that cow. <laughs> yeah, well, dude. For me, it's like nothing good happens after eleven. Like I gotta be asleep by like nine. You're like me. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm I'm young and I feel old already, dude. How old like are you? I'm twenty five. Twenty, my god. Twenty five. Yeah. Do I look older though? Because the beard. You look at forty five. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, dude. Uh, but I I feel like I have the sleep pattern though of of that because I'm I'm in and out by like I wake up early though. Um. But I sleep really early, you know. I mean, for tomorrow, I'm staying up though. Uh, of course, you're gonna stay up. 100 percent for food. You're not. You're not living without me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're exactly, gonna live together. Dude. Exactly. Um, well, but, that's good, dude. Um, talk to me about like uh, for people that don't know you. Like, how did you first get started? I know you saw. I know you said you bought the brand, but like, how did it even come to come to play for you? And how long have you been doing this? Well, that's a good question because I wasn't in the industry. Uh-huh. I wasn't in the restaurant industry. So I started my my career. I would say my entrepreneurship because I'm an entrepreneur at 24. Okay. 23, 24. I started with my own company because I'm a DJ. Okay, I didn't so know I, that. Yeah, so I like to play music. Yeah. And I started my company called Basha 
And we started there in Mexico City. So we ambience the places. So let's say a restaurant. Yeah. We put the ambience music, the retail stores, department stores. You know, the, 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 the music that you hear, in-store music. Right. So that's how I started on 24. Then I moved to digital signage uh, in the banks, retails. You see the screen. Then we did a content creator, uh, content uh, company. So we create the content for our own screens. Yep. Then we sell con- uh, content to another companies. And we sold that. Well, sold the company in 2020, 2019. Okay. So we had it for 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Then 2019, I started with my first restaurant, Villas in Mexico. And that's 2019 of what? How long ago? Like only four or five years? Three years. Three years? Oh, shit. So three years. Damn. Yeah, I know. I'm ambitious. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so you have eight <laughs> locations right now? In three, in three years. Yeah. Wow. And you want to do another four and three? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, so, I mean, so why are you uh, doing half of what you did in the first three? I don't know, because it's once you have the staff, once you have the, the whole corporate institution, that is the, 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 the biggest challenge. It's I mean, it's it's really easy to replicate and open because you already have the infrastructure. Yeah. I mean, you've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of a lot of great people. Yeah. A lot of. Um, a lot of successful people. And I would say the key is, is to find the, the right staff, that it's the, the staff that is better than you. Yeah. For, for us as an entrepreneur, and, and everyone can say, like, you need to find who's going to be your next guy. Right, right. That is, that is smarter than you, that is more a different mindset than you. Yeah. When you find that staff, you have the whole thing. That's it. The sky's the limit. Yeah. No, a lot of people that I interview, like they say, as long as you have the team, it, we were just talking about that. Like as long as you have a repeatable system then you're good, you know, cause, uh, as a CEO, you're kind of just there to kind of manage. But, um, real quick, I had a question, uh, and I didn't want to forget. Um, oh, what did you guys do during COVID? Cause like, didn't everything shut down? We, well, yeah, but so in COVID, so in COVID we closed Villas in Mexico city. Mm-hmm. It was a very hard time. But then we opened a restaurant right in the middle of COVID. It was a, it was a challenge. So it was, it was the middle of July. So we had this place called Mandolina. It's 120 seats. Yeah. Beautiful new concept. And we were discussing like, all right, it's COVID. Everything is closed. Should we open? That was a big question. So we went for it. Uh, I remember it was July. We started building around April. By October, remember October 2020. Okay. I don't know, middle pandemic. It was yeah. a little hard. So we say, let's go for it. Incredible. People start showing up. People start showing up the first day, the first minute. And we were very blessed since that day. Yeah. Okay. But 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 before then, was there any cash flow issues or like a hundred percent? I mean, <laughs> nothing was moving. Nobody's yeah. no, no, not even open. Like, how do you build a two million dollar restaurant with no cash flow? Yeah. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. You wanna save the money. Right. You don't wanna spend the money and, and guess no, the world's gonna fall apart that's true and that's where and we didn't know either when it was gonna when it was gonna like open up again but then the opportunity comes like the enter every entrepreneur it's it's about all about opportunity so it was great because in 2020 they called me uh at resort world so we met with uh scott Cibella at resort world we were gonna open villas were there yeah uh at the end it, it didn't happen but then I receive a call next week out of nothing, and they say, hey, I'm calling from the Venetian, and we have a space for you. 
I mean, we know, we know you're going to open a restaurant. Yeah. And we have a great space. I want you to see it. So I flew in. It was June 4th. June 4th, 2020. Vegas just reopened. Damn. I remember walking in and, and the casino tables, they had the shield on, you know, the, the, I the heard. plastic thing. Oh, yep. it was. It, it was dead. It was. No, it was a lot of people, but it was so weird. Like you figure out Vegas and, and now you see the, the plastic thing on the casino, on the yep. tables, uh, everyone wearing uh, the masks. You had sinks to, hand, to wash your hands in every corner. I remember that. It was horrible. It was, yeah. But it was then. But So I went there. We saw the space. And you know when you feel something that is the right thing, the right space, something inside of you said, yeah. go for it. So that day, we negotiated the deal. By 7 p.m., we had closed the deal that same day. Wow. Move fast. Well, you were already going to build it. So. so I mean, but it was a challenge. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. We had nothing. We, we didn't know nothing. Right. Right. So and that was back in 2020s. So it took you 10 months to build, right? Upon we that? started. Well, we started with project. Uh, we had some issues with with GCs. Um, what is that? What is GCs? General contractor. So the guy oh, that okay. builds a restaurant. We had a lot of issues. To so the first one, we changed it. Then we went to accounting and submitting all the paperwork and drawings and everything was so a mess. I heard permits are like an ass yeah. to get. Yeah, is tough. it really tough? So I would say we started for real 2020, October 21. Okay. That time. So about September a year. And yeah. about a year. Okay, damn. Yeah. So there was a lot, there was like a year of like, uh, what, delay or just like, you know, obstacles here and there? It was cash flow issues. Yeah. Then design issues, then the GC issues, then the, uh, a lot of it, like it started building up and you let a, you got to turn the fires, like, yeah, turn up the fires and, and, I mean, but it, it is what it is. It's it's a pace. Is as long as you're committed to what you're gonna do, you go for it. And how's how's your day to day like putting out fires and just kind of managing the the. Well, I love what you do. Like the most important thing is that I wake up and I love going to work. I mean, getting up and and go to the restaurant and just get to meet people and get to organize parties and and I get involved with the kitchen, with the menu, with the staff, with the drinks, with the. The, the decoration i get involved in everything because i love it yeah i love it. so it's but but for you though on a day-to-day basis like what do you what do you uh wh- what's your role because like I, I know you say you're like you're you know um involved in a lot um but like on a day-to-day basis like you wake up and it's like okay this is the stuff that you have to get done well that's a fun part i don't have a list well that's I, like, that's that, good that's good like <laughs> Some of the entrepreneurs, they have a list and they go like, all right, 8 a.m., 9, boom, they put a list and they fight. I mean, it's, it's just for me, it's go. Like, I go to the gym every day. It's my, my peace time. Yeah. Um, then I go to work. I'm a workaholic. I go to work and, and everything, like, if, if I'm not thinking of a new idea, a new restaurant, I change the menu. I'm thinking of the next party, the next theme, the next, uh, then you have the admin issues, the operation, you see yeah. the numbers, you see the inventory. And that's it. That's probably most of my day. Does your wife try out the uh, the dishes and stuff like that first before? No. Going to the- no, nobody no. does? That, you know what? It's, it stopped, now you say, because my wife lives in Mexico. Oh, shit. So the distance is very... I have three kids. Yeah. So managing from the distance, the restaurant, and, and the opportunity, and she living there, me living here, uh, separated from the kids. Yeah. It's, so do you just fly back and forth then? Commute? Right now, right now I'm... I'm 
here until probably March. Yeah. As soon as we have the restaurant up and running by itself, then I go back and forth. But remember, we're gonna open more Four here. One. Yeah. 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 So where are you from? Uh, from Washington State. So like near Seattle, kinda. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there's not. I mean, from where I'm from, there's really not enough fine dining. So that's why. I, that's why I come here. You know. Okay. <laughs> and why? Why Vegas? Why? Why the station? Um, why Vegas? Well, because of Blue Wire primarily. Um, the studio is amazing. Brian's amazing. The team's here. It's amazing. So I just interview a lot of people. Um, and yeah, dude, I, I like, for example, like two weeks ago, um, we have like Neil Patel. He has, I don't know if you know him, but basically 750 employees. Like there's so many people that I interview, like, you know, Frankie, who I just interviewed, like surpassed 50 million in sales. Like there's just so many, you know, awesome people that I talk to that are just amazing. You know, like it's Incredible. cool. It's cool it's to know cool. you, you know, like, dude, I'm, I love food, remember, like, remember, no, but remember how we met. From yeah. Instagram, and it, yeah. it's it's like that. I mean, you you love to hang out with people. You meet people every day, and that's us. That's us as entrepreneurs, right, Frank? It is. You yeah. met people, and and as I said to everyone, PR is the most important thing. You want to be successful, you got to get to know people. Yeah, that's it. Well, dude, that agency is crushing it for you guys. Yeah, like, you think? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I always see. I think it's one seven agency. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they're they're always on your stories, so it's like <laughs> yeah. you know if somebody's there, and uh, that's good because I think they're they're here. Obviously, they're yep. probably in, in Vegas and stuff. They're Vegas. They're, they're yeah. based in Vegas. Yeah, so that's good. Dude. That's smart. Um, okay, cool. So, do you have any advice for people that are listening that want to start up their own restaurant? Forget about a restaurant. It's it's more whatever they want to start. Okay, like for me, it was first my company, the music company. Then it's right. a restaurant. Then my goal, my my the cherry on the cake is an airline. Really? Absolutely. That sounds amazing. So go from, from the music guy, then to the restaurant, then to this airline. And you, we're going to remember this. Yeah. I'm going to launch an airline. Uh, how, how long? In uh, 10 how years. Long is, in 10 years. That'll be phenomenal. But that's the main goal. Like whatever my advice is, whatever you want to do, you can do it. The, the only limitation is your mind. Yeah. Um, yesterday I was very inspired. I posted something. On my social media, I went public. I didn't. I was private, so I went public, and they told me, "No, it, it's it's weird, like sharing all the private stuff and yeah. family." But it's it's what it is. But I was very inspired yesterday, and and I was working out, and he came through like a like a this idea. Like uh, I mentor. I'm a. I used to to teach in back in in Mexico City, entrepreneurship. Yeah. And. I always tell everyone, like, everyone is so afraid of, the, of, of doing something. Like, everyone has a dream. Yeah. Everyone has to do, uh, of doing something. But there are just very limited people that do it, that go for it, because they're afraid of, what if I'm going to lose money? What if the people are going to show up? What if I'm going to sell it? They're going to buy it. They're going to love it. Oh, I prefer not to do it. And then they stay on the, on the comfort zone. And that's where us, as an entrepreneur, we take the chance. We, we, we take the risk. I mean, there was even times where I remember to pay the payroll with my credit card. And, and, and it was so tough because you didn't have money in the bank. And, and, and right now we see back where we are right now. Like, I mean, Vegas. It's a dream come true. Yeah. But it's a long, long way. Yeah. So my advice to everyone is go for it. The limitation is only in your mind. Get to do things right. Find great staff, better than you, great people. That's the, peop the key people that are going to take you from level one to level two. 
Yeah. And just enjoy. Um, and, and, and I told my, my, my students, what would you do free for the rest of your life? That's something, that's where you, that's, that's your main job. That's what you have right. to do in life. For right. me, it was DJ. I remember putting music when I was 15, 16, yeah. DJing in the, 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 the parties and not charging anything because it was so, so good, so, so satisfying yeah. to play. And it gives me something. It gives me the mojo. Dude. Well, powerful. One thing that I want to uh, touch on real quick is, you know, the times when you have to pay payroll with a credit card or times when it's a little difficult, you know, you're saying, like, the mindset is everything. Like, what what goes on through your head the moment you're spending, you know, I don't know how much it is in payroll, and you're like, fuck, dude, like, what's going to happen? Right now? No, not oh, right now. Before? Yeah, before. Well, imagine that you're starting a business. You you start selling, and Frankie here is, is a great example. Like, what do you sell? Like a million bucks a year. Let's say the first million, or the first I don't know, ten thousand, fifteen thousand. It doesn't matter. But then you got to pay yourself. Yeah. Then you find out you don't have money to pay it. What would you do? You close the business? No, because it's working, and it's you go with the idea, and and eventually the money will come. But you got to be. Careful with the numbers. You got to be careful with where you put the money. Yeah, but the money will come for sure automatically. That's and what that's what he was saying too. It's like most people just give up after three months, after five absolutely. months. Absolutely. One of his companies, uh, it's an eight-figure company, took a year until it started like actually, you know, uh, producing results and stuff. So like people give up a little too soon. Um, a little too soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, for example, this restaurant. I'm afraid. Of course, I'm afraid. I put a lot of money in the restaurant. I don't know if people are going to show up. That's a pr- <laughs> we're showing you know, up. Dude. We're, we're showing, showing up. up. Sure, we're, we're, but and it's going to take time. Like building the, you know the way, you know the path. But it's always there is that little voice in your head that says, "Oh no, yeah, do it. You're fucking it. Like right. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it." But then you have ninety five percent of your mind like go for it. Yeah. And and the road, let's say a marathon. This is a marathon. Perfect example. When you train for a marathon, you go with treadmill the first hour. What would you say? Fuck, I'm crazy. Why did it do this? Yep. I'm crazy and, and I'm tired. Then you go to the next day. Then it's not one hour. It's three hours. And then you complain again. Then you're in the marathon, the race, the actual race. When you're in the 20 kilometer yeah. or 10 mile, you go back and you say, why the hell did I did this? Now I could be in bed, I'm tired, my legs hurt. Then you start crying, then you start laughing, then you have all these emotions, but then it's one mile from the goal. Right. When you cross that finish line. And people that do sports or whatever, there is no better feeling in the world yeah. when you cross that finish line and you see all the work, all the crying, all the, the tears, the fear, the, the cursing, all the things that comes, and when you cross that finish line and it's success, it's it is this this is what is entrepreneurship. Forget about it's a restaurant or it's yeah. uh, a company. Uh, it's it's your goal. It's it's your desire to succeed in life. Yeah, that's it. It's all about. Yeah, well, powerful. Um, I want to say thank you for coming on the show, and I'm excited for tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow for sure.